This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. What is up, everybody? You are in for a treat. Today's guest is from Tyler, Texas, where I'm sure it's a lot warmer than it is here in Georgia today. He is Mr. Marvin Salcedo. What is up, Marvin? How's it going? I'll tell you what, my friend. I have been, you have been in hot pursuit. Brian Ring has been on <laughs> my case. He says, hey, you got it. Marvin Salcedo has an incredible story. You got to get him on the show. And I haven't reached out to you. And then he followed back up and he's like, hey, did you did you reach out to Marvin yet? I'm like, no. And he keeps getting on me. Then Naylor Talaferio. Naylor Talaferio. He's going, on and on and on and on about how great your story is. Then John Pajak, I was like, all right, the Lord's sending me a message. Let's get Marvin on the show. So I'm stubborn, Marvin, but here you are. Well, I'm humble. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And uh, before we get into your story, uh, it is Mr. Producer, Marty, our producer. It's his birthday today. So uh, every- Hey, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Marty. Wanted to uh, say happy birthday to you. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com backslash IM backslash green industry backslash to receive 20% off your first six months. Today's show is brought to you in part by Almond Landscape. Check out Caleb Almond's how to install pavers or how to install retaining walls for these comprehensive guides where you will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features. It's all based on industry standards and it's only 99 you can get it at howtoinstallpavers.net. All right, Marvin, uh, let's get started. Maybe 2016, I'm watching these videos. You are going through depression. You're about to go through a divorce. What was going on, my man? Man, so 2016, was it was an intense year. I'd have to say it was probably the worst year of my life. Um, to kind of recap what has come to that point what has led to 2016 um i have been in this in that particular business i had started it in june of 03 and uh, i built it up to about a million dollars in business i merged with another company and we built it very fast we grew rapidly we went from about a million in sales and to three years later um I'm sorry, two years later, we were doing a little over three million in sales. So we went from one million to two million to three million in consecutive years. And this was what kind of service? Uh, what kind of business? Lawn maintenance. Okay. Lawn maintenance. So just, yeah, green just, industry. just mow, edge, and blow, $3 million well, a year? Predominantly maintenance, yes, sir. Uh, there was a little bit of fruit and weed in there, um, minor landscape projects. But for the most part, maintenance. Okay. So you and get... um, so go ahead. What were you saying? No, go ahead. You're, so you guys are doing three oh, okay. three million dollars a year, and yeah. So we were doing about three million a year, and all the problems and headaches and fun times that come with that. And uh, we went through um, some some rough times. We lost um, about. $1.2 million worth of business in about a three month period. Um, we got a couple of our really large contracts went out for bid, uh, as 
as they do, you know, every few years. Mm-hmm. And we got outbid by some of the big national providers. We got outbid by Ferrandino on one of our contracts. And we got outbid by uh, Brickman, or they used to be Brickman at the time, um, on our other contracts. And so we lost, you know, $1.2 million in a heartbeat. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And so, I mean, it, it, that was rough. And we had to downsize staff. Uh, we, we laid off staff, we, uh, laid off management staff and we trying to, you know, liquidate some stuff. And I actually, I stepped back out into the field, um, from being an owner to, uh, working in the field each day, um, of a, you know, million and a half dollar business. Uh, I was working as a mechanic. Um, so I'm, I'm working out every day, uh, you know, eight o'clock, or I'm sorry, six o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night, uh, every single day to try and make sure that the equipment stays running so that the, the crews can keep working and keep making us money. So, um, I think that that was probably, I guess the beginning of the end, <laughs> so they say. Okay. What happened? And, uh, so that... I think the stress of all that, I I started to bring my pressure and stress from work. I started to bring it home, and it, it began to affect my uh, my marriage. And uh, my wife, uh, we we at that point in time we had been married. Oh gosh, let me think. And that was 2016, so we'd been married 14 years at that time. Wow. And uh, we both come from broken homes, and in our entire marriage, we had always said that marriage or that divorce was never an option because we never wanted to end up in the same boat that we had come from. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the beginning of 2016, we were actually contemplating divorce uh, just because of all the the problems and. and stuff that I had brought home, uh, I, I think the big culmination was there was one point in time my wife and I, we had a fight, and I literally did not speak to her for two weeks. Wow. Um, other than absolute necessity of, you know, stuff about the kids. We had two kids at the time, um, and just absolute necessity stuff. I just didn't talk to her. And uh, I was bound to determine that I was not going to be the one to crack. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, I guess that's that stubbornness in me. And uh, I was just, I was going to, I was going to outlast her. And uh, so, I mean, that was, that was affecting me. And then that started to lead to some depression in my life. And I went through this, this huge bout of depression personally to where I didn't want to go to work, but I had to go to work and I didn't want to get out of bed. And when I was home, I really wasn't home. Uh, I mean, mentally I wasn't, I just, I would get home and I'd watch TV and I'd eat and I'd go to bed and get up, go to work and just kind of do it all over again. What were your kids? uh, How how old were your kids and how were they? Did they notice this? 
going on in their dad or what? Oh, oh yeah, they they knew something was going on. I mean, they didn't know what was going on, but they knew something was wrong. And I I, I tried, but you know, I apparently not very hard. And I would just tell them that you know, daddy's daddy just needs to be alone right now. And I mean, there were days that, and like on the weekends, I just stayed by myself. I would stay in the back room and. I'd come out for meals, and that was about it. And it just, it, 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 I don't know. It was a dark place in my time, and and I, I don't, I don't know if you've ever been through depression, but it, it's kind of this huge catch twenty two, because from what helped me and what I've heard about depression is you really need movement, and you need a, you need activity to get out of depression, but you don't have the energy or the want to to get and do activity and so you're kind of caught in this loop of where you have to get active but you don't want to get active and it was just it was a dark dark place in my mind and I remember there were days that I would go to work and I'm out there I'm working in the mechanic shop by myself all day and I'm literally just weeping while I'm working on on mowers and blowers and weed eaters and whatnot and I just I'm out there and I'm weeping because I just I'm stuck in my own head and uh I just I was just in a bad bad place and uh yes sir so what happened with you and your wife you said you you didn't talk for two weeks when did you guys start talking again so one day she came to me and uh sorry she she sits down and she looks at me and she with tears in her eyes she just tells me she says I miss you and I lost it I mean that's I I broke at that point because before my wife and I ever got married we were friends and because I was a a firm believer of in order to have a good, solid marriage and a good, solid relationship, you have to be friends first. Because when you are uh, going through tough times and and you're you're struggling and you're like we were, we were fighting, you're not going to fall back on lust. And the, I mean, because when, when you look at somebody and you, you hate their guts, you're not going to be able to fall back on lust. But because we had a solid, firm foundation and we were friends and, and best friends first, we were able to fall back on that rather than the physical aspect of, of a lot of relationships. And so we were able to, even even though, yes, two weeks. And when we finally did, we were able to fall back on our marriage. Uh, and we were able to move forward with that. So that, that's kind of what led to that. And uh, when she told me, she said that I miss you. It brought back all those years 14 years of relationship and friendship that we were able to fall back on 
And, uh, it is now time for this week's Jobbers Minute. What kind of business does Jobber help? Jobber helps with a wide range of home service business such as plumbing, painting, roofing, landscaping, lawn care, pest control, snow removal, and general contracting, just to name a few. Basically, if you're a business that provides a service to customers at their property, Jobber can help you. Check out the full list of industries at getjobber.com backslash im backslash green industry backslash and that link is in today's show's notes today's show is brought to you in part by almond landscapes check out caleb almonds how to install pavers or how to install retaining walls for these comprehensive guides where you will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features it's all based on industry standards and it's only 99 dollars. you can get it at howtoinstallpavers.net hey guys jason creole's 2020 lawn care life conference presented by jobber is right around the corner. Come and join us for the third Lawn Care Life Conference scheduled for January 23rd through 24th in Springville, Alabama, just north of Birmingham. This year, we have again made changes to continue to improve the event. The goal is to provide great information from the speakers, have a lot of fun, join a community of lawn business owners, and go back home ready to grow your business. I provided a link in today's show's notes where you can go to sign up for this conference and make sure you use the discount code Paul to get 10% off your ticket. Again, that's the discount code Paul to get 10% off your ticket to Jason Creole's Lawn Care Life Conference. So we were able to fall back on our relationship and and we just, that night we sat and we talked for, I, I don't remember how long, but it was a long time. And we just discussed everything that was going on and what we were feeling and what she was feeling and I was feeling and, and how how can we move forward at this point? And I, I told her, I said, look, I'm not all this is, is your fault. And I'm not blaming this on you, but I'm, I'm stuck. I, I'm, I own a job I hate and I, I, I don't want to go to work each day. And my, my partnership is failing and this is just, my life sucks right now. And I don't know what to do about it. So and just, I, I've never, I've never really been one to, to be unsure about my life. I, 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 my dad raised me and I'm very secure in who I am. And I'm very secure about what I do. And I'm, I'm never one to second guess myself. But at that point in my life, I just didn't know what to do. And, uh, and so we, we sat and we talked about it and I was like, look, I'm, br- I'm bringing my work problems home and I'm so sorry that, that this is, this is my life right now and I don't know what to do about it. And, uh, and working on my marriage helps me work on my depression. And one thing that we had gotten away from is at some point in time during our marriage, we got away from date night. And, uh, now we kind of reinstituted going, going out on a date with my wife and we leave the kids with Poppy and Nana and we go see a movie or we go out to eat or we go do whatever. We, we end up going to see a lot of movies because we're, we're both movie buffs and we, we just love seeing movies. But just the simple fact of going to watch a movie with your friends is huge. And that's, that's what we do. And, and now it's, it's, it's sacred to me to go on date night with my wife. I mean, I, I have changed flights, 
from business trips so that I can be home for date night. Uh, matter of fact, GIE this past year, I made sure that I was home in time to go on date night with my wife because it's that sacred to me. And I want to make sure that I set that time aside every week because it's, it's that important to me to work on my marriage. And because we started going back out on date night, amazingly enough, it helped give me that activity that I needed to help get me out of that funk in my head and help me to get out of the depression. Wow, that's incredible. So Marvin, when you said, I own a job I hate, can you go a little deeper on that? So yeah, so the, the job that I hated, uh, we're a big landscape company. Uh, and, and I say landscape, we're predominantly lawn maintenance, but I, I don't know, I just, I've always called it landscape. And uh, we we were struggling and rather than me working on my business, I had to get back out into the field and work in my business. And I'm just having to do the mundane day-to-day stuff rather than be able to grow my company, which is what I really enjoy doing. Not that I don't like getting my hands dirty and I still, even now, every once in a while, I get back out there and I help the guys or I'll, work on a mower or whatever but I had to step back out and because of all that uh, business that we had lost um, I had to step back out into the field and become the mechanic again and just all the stuff that was happening between me and my partner and it just it created a toxic atmosphere for me at my job and when they say that a a workplace can become a hostile workplace I really know what that means because I I lived I owned one for me and I, I hated it and so I literally owned a job I hated and I hated getting up in the morning I hated going to work I uh it just it sucked and so I talked with my wife and I talked with some some mentors of mine about what what do I do how do I how do I get out of this I mean I'm 70% owner of a of a company and I don't know how to get away from this and so I had to figure out what in the world do I do to exit this gracefully to where I can still sleep at night. Because for me, I want to make sure that no matter what I do, that I, I do the right thing in everything that I do. So I talked to a lot of people, got sought some wisdom on, on how to approach this. And on the last day of August of 2016, uh, I approached my old business partner. And this is after we had, I had approached him about some other stuff to try and save the company that was shot down. I finally, I approached him and I said, hey, so here's the deal, man. I said, 
either you got to go or I got to go. I don't care who. I said, I'll buy you out or you buy me out. I said, but this, this sucks. So, and I told him just like, I said, I own a job I hate and I don't want to come to work anymore. I said, so one of us needs to go. And, uh, and he's like, man, I'm so glad you said something because I was thinking the same thing. And, uh, he told me, we, we discussed a way that, that I could exit the company and the, the long and short of it, I took, I took some, some clients that I had brought into the merger and enough equipment for one crew and, and I walked away. And I, I literally signed all of my shares over to him, and uh, he he wanted to, to to keep the land and the company and the uh, the crews and everything. And so, for what was best for me and my my family, uh, I agreed to it, and I I signed everything over to him, and and I walked away. Wow, Marvin. And uh, and the crazy thing on top of all of this, the night, so I asked him last day of August 2016, that night, my wife went into labor with our third baby and our last baby. And she ended up being in labor for 28 hours. And at the end of 28 hours, she still had not delivered and we were going to have the baby at home and our midwife said hey even though nothing is showing to be wrong there's the the baby's not in distress there's there's nothing appearing to be wrong something's not right the only thing that wasn't happening is she wasn't dilating she had only dilated to a two even though she was in full-on labor and so the midwife said, I don't know what's, what's going on, but we need to go to the emergency room. So we loaded up at like 1.30 in the morning on, the, on September the 2nd, and we headed to the emergency room. And within 20 minutes, they were delivering my baby. Wow. And... Uh, doctor told me they, they did an emergency cesarean on her and the doctor told me had I come in 20 minutes later uh, that I would have lost them both. Wow. Because um, come to find out my wife's you and she was literally bleeding out from the inside. And the only thing that had saved her is my daughter's elbow fell out of the hole in the uterus and plugged the hole. Wow. And so had my wife dilated, she would have delivered the baby and then bled out in my living room. Wow. So, <laughs> so I'm dealing with all of this while I'm beginning to split and, and leave away from my partnership all at the same time. That's so cool. when I say 2016 was the worst year of my life, it was the worst year of my life. It was, it was an intense, intense year. And it was, it was only by the grace of God that we, that, that I came out on the other side. 
Wow. So, so it, it, it was crazy. <laughs> that is wild. So how did you, now you got three kids and a wife and a, basically a handful of clients that you brought over and one, one working truck with the equipment. So you basically start from scratch. Then what happened starting there? That was the end of 2016. What was the next um, step in the story? I hustled and uh, I, I went out there and I just, I knocked doors. I put out flyers. I, I did anything and everything that I knew to do to regrow my company. And uh, I began to, to go back to the basics and just literally start from scratch and rebuild what, what my company is today. And everything that I had done the, the previous I don't know what, ten years, twelve years. Um, the good and the bad. I took what I knew, and I I did it, and I did what was right and what I knew to would help me to to grow and to grow as fast as possible, and that's what I did, and I I just I started growing one client at a time. And uh, I, I rebuilt the way that I, I always wanted my company to be. So are you 100% the owner now? I am. I am 100% owner. And, uh, and we have rebuilt. When I, when I left my old company, I had about $150,000 in business when I left. And uh, this year, we here we are three years later, and we're going to close this year out right about a million dollars in business. Wow, and top-line revenue? Yes, sir. And then how many um, people do you have on your team? Uh, at the height of the growing season, we were up to about 17. Um, right now, I think we've got 13 guys on the payroll. Wow, and y'all are getting into some Christmas lights now, or what? Yes, sir. We're doing Christmas lights. We're doing a little bit of landscaping. Um, still have a lot of mowing going on here in Texas. Uh, and then, of course, dealing with leaves. Lots and lots and lots of leaves. <laughs> oh, yeah. So how's things it's, back it's at home now with, with the three kids and the wife? Are Do you notice the home's more peaceful and stable? Or what? what's that like uh, now that the business is more stable? Life is good. Um, I more importantly to me than anything, I could care less about the money. I'm I'm not big on superficial things. I mean, I drive a truck that's 20 years old. My truck is a 2000 uh, F350. It's got 470 thousand miles on it. I live in a house that's 100 years old. Stuff is not that important to me. What was more important to me than anything was my family. And, and so, I mean, I have worked very, very hard on my home life. And I think that it, because we have had a good relationship at home, it has boiled over and helped me with work. And uh, when I said that I rebuilt my company the way that I always wanted it to, we work really, really hard at the culture of our company. We have an incredible culture. 
we've got guys, and I literally have guys that I, I, I have a waiting list of guys that want to come and work for me. Wow. And, uh, I mean, that I, I had a guy today call me again, and this is like the, the third or fourth time that he's called in the last two months uh, because he wants to come and work for us. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's the kind of culture that we have because we, we work really hard at taking care of our guys. We pay our guys very well. Um, and we've, we've tried to make sure that we take care of them the best that we can. We pay holidays. We pay, uh, simple fact that we, we pay weekly, uh, our checks always cash. Um, you know, we, we have, we do vacation for all of our guys, um, I mean, we, we, we've got a, a, a great, great culture. Yes. And, uh, I saw and, that refrigerator in your um, shop where you got Gatorades and waters and mount, uh, monsters. Oh, and that's a yes, great sir. idea. Um, Absolutely. Great idea. What, what other, what other things, little things have you done? Because Marvin, I get asked as I've host this show, your episode 79, I think you gave me the title fighting for my family, Marvin Salcedo. That's what I'm going to call this one. Cause you're, you're fighting right. for your family. But what I get asked the most is about pricing and, and profit margins and everything. And the next tier of feedback that um, Mr. Producer and I get is about how do I keep guys? I can't find good help. And, and you're telling me Marvin that you got guys wanting to work for you. So other than the pay and the holiday pay and the refrigerator, you got a refrigerator full of Gatorade and monsters and waters. What, what are some other things that, Give us your t- your tips and secrets, man. I, I think just treating people the way that you would want to be treated. I, I, I treat them, uh, you know, as though that they're, they're equals. Because you know what? In, in the end, there's no way, even though they're the ones who are out there doing the work day in and day out, I couldn't do this without them. Um, I mean, they're, they're the ones who are out there in the field every day. And... I just, I let them know as often as possible how much I appreciate them. Uh, we, we went out, uh, we, there's, there's a local company here called Greenberg Turkeys, and uh, they have some amazing smoked turkeys. And we went out and we bought every single employee a Greenberg turkey for Thanksgiving. And, uh, and we passed those out. Of just, just another little way that we can say thank you. Wow, and 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 I'm always looking for ways that that we can bless them, and just because I I appreciate what they do for us, and uh, I I I'm a firm believer, if I take care of my guys, they'll take care of me and my clients, and uh, I've seen it time and time and time again, and uh, you know it may cost some money, but in the end, it's cheap, man. Because I, I don't have a, a big labor problem. I mean, granted, every once in a while, I, I may need an additional employee. It might be hard to find one here or there. But for the most part, I, I don't have a hard time finding employees because they, there's a lot of guys who want to come work for us. Wow. So we're a good place to work for. Well, Marvin, earlier in the show, you said, you know, you didn't, you'd go in bed. You didn't want to, you know, the next morning, you didn't want to wake up and get out of bed. And you hated your job. Now, you know, we're, we're chit-chatting here on a Monday night. Tomorrow's Tuesday morning. Are you looking forward to going to the shop tomorrow morning? And, you know, where, where's your heart at now compared to your company? Absolutely. I love my job. 
Uh, matter of fact, I mean, it, 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 you've seen some of my Instagram posts and Facebook posts, stuff like that. I'm always putting in there. I love my job because I do. I'm the greatest job in the world. I am able to provide uh, a good, stable workplace for people and, and, and a lot of guys and a place that they can be proud of to come to work each and every day and, and a place that they're not, they don't have to worry about, oh man, is my check going to cash today? Uh, you know, I better be the first one to cash my check because you know what, by the end, by the end of the guys, there may not be any money there. And, uh, you know, they know that, that the money's there. We're, we take care of our guys. So yeah, absolutely. I love my job. Wow. So well, what, I, I look forward to it. <laughs> what an incredible story, Marvin. I know you got, you got three kids banging on your truck door, wanting daddy to, to come, uh, spend some quality time with your family. So we're not, we're not going to eat into that. We really appreciate your time, Marvin. What a powerful story. How can people follow you on Instagram? Uh, just look me up on at Marvin Salcido. It's super easy. M-A-R-G-I-N-S-A-L-C-I-D-O. Marvin, you are the man. What a powerful story. I really appreciate you being honest about the depression and the potential divorce you guys fought through. Now you're happily married. You go spend some quality time with your family, Marvin. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Today's show is brought to you in part by Almond Landscapes. Are you interested in learning how to install pavers or how to install retaining walls? Caleb Almond has made a video that is a comprehensive guide where you will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform these installations. The downloadable video is only $99 at howtoinstallpavers.net. And that link is in today's show's notes. This episode of the Green Industry Podcast was brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Start a free trial or sign up today to receive 20% off your first six months. Find out more at getjobber.com backslash im backslash green industry backslash and that link is in today's show's notes. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that show with Marvin. What a great conversation. Thanks again to uh, John Pajak, Brian Ring, and uh, Naylor Taliaferro for getting on my case. They're like, you need to get Marvin on the show. And uh, now I know why. Very powerful story about having a healthy culture at work and at home. So really enjoyed that. And uh, I have to give a huge thank you to you guys who have been listening and sharing this show. So iTunes has a chart, top 100, in the business category. And then they recently broke it down into some different uh, categories like entrepreneurship and stuff like that. Well, we're in that category. And we cracked, Mr. Producer, we cracked the top 100 uh, last week. And I was like blinking, you know, scratching my eye, looking again, like blinking some more. I'm like, what? Gary Vaynerchuk's number one, uh, Dave Ramsey's... um, Entree Leadership Podcast, you know, that's number five. I mean, it's these are big, major brands. And um, it is all because you guys have, have been sharing the show on your Instagram stories. All of this, guys, has been organic. It's just been a bunch of my friends encouraging me to keep going. And you guys know who you are, the Joseph DePaces and just the the Julia Tomeys and, and uh, the Naylors and the Brian Rings. And just so many, I could list so many people. You guys pump me up. 
not to give up, but to put my foot on the gas pedal and keep doing interviews, keep making these shows. And uh, it has been so much fun. And I, I just, when we cracked that chart, I'm like, what in the world? This is crazy. And uh, I appreciate it. So thank you everyone who uh, tags, you know, tags us in the um, Instagram stories and the Instagram posts and just gets the word out about this show. It is making a difference and uh, it's been all organic. So if you've been blessed by the Green Industry Podcast, uh, we just ask that you go there into iTunes, drop us a rating, drop us a review, and uh, let's keep this momentum going. Coming up uh, next week, we have uh, Chris Kaiser. He's the president um, or, or and or CEO of um, the uh, OPEI, that's the Outdoor Power Equipment, and uh, kind of a big deal. So looking forward to interviewing him. Uh, Matt LaMarche, a uh, buddy of mine, um, lives right down the street from me. So I'm uh, going to hop on the highway and go visit him and uh, get to chit-chat with him and uh, Anna Marie from Echo. So it's a, another full week next week, and uh, we're having a lot of fun. But uh, you guys keep dropping those reviews. We'll keep making the shows. And uh, once again, Marty, happy birthday. That's crazy. Our birthdays are like one, less than one week apart. So November's a good month. Yeah, my birthday's coming up later this week. So, all right, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, this is fun. Keep it going. Keep sharing it on Instagram. Keep dropping the ratings and reviews, and uh, we're going to keep cranking out these episodes. Let's go. Hey, guys, Jason Creole's 2020 Lawn Care Life Conference presented by Jobber is right around the corner. Come and join us for the third Lawn Care Life Conference scheduled for January 23rd through 24th in Springville, Alabama, just north of Birmingham. This year, we have again made changes to continue to improve the event. The goal is to provide great information from the speakers, have a lot of fun, join a community of lawn business owners, and go back home ready to grow your business. I provided a link in today's show's notes where you can go to sign up for this conference and make sure you use the discount code Paul to get 10% off your ticket. Again, that's the discount code Paul to get 10% off your ticket to Jason Creole's Lawn Care Life Conference.